Hey man, a couple of years ago, I uh, I did a CD. I, I have that CD. You you do. I, I've listened you have, to that. You CD. have listened. I to have it? listened to it. And it's all in like six eight. Yes. And uh, do you know what my mom did not do? Listen to your CD. Correct. Yeah. And you know what? Yesterday, my mom did not do. Order the book that we just released. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Parents. Parents. <laughs> Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. My name is Matt Hensley, and I'm the pastor of Mayhill Baptist in Mayhill, New Mexico, managing editor of Lifeway Pastors, and I'm joined, as always, by... I am Kyle Bierman, the pastor of First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, New Mexico. I'm going to stop you right there. You okay. see, when I say I'm joined by, you just go... Dr. Kyle Beerman. Con- oh, okay. Go, Sorry. Just go. You don't Sorry. have to say, and I'm. I've already set, I've, I've set okay. it up, man. Sorry. So, I'm joined by? Kyle Beerman, well the pastor of First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, New Mexico, and director of Replanter Development for North American Mission Board. And we together, when you swish it all together, bring a combined 33 years of yes. ministry experience to the table, and we still mess up time so, and time and time in yeah. time, in time again. And we are thankful for our sponsors at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary for making this podcast possible uh, so that we can infect your ear holes with utter nonsense and awesomeness. A lot of nonsense, a little bit of awesomeness. Well, uh, well, at least we hope. Yeah, that's yeah, we the hope. <laughs> and uh, you can make the dome your home like I have. Kyle didn't because, well, that's a long story. Uh, but you can make the dome your home by visiting swibbits.edu after the show. And I, I mentioned before we kind of went live here about my mother. Yes. Does uh, she listen to the podcast? Very rarely. Okay. And when she did, I, I think I was talking about her granddaughter in oh, not, okay. not so great terms. Oh. And so she wasn't very happy with me. <laughs> You don't need to tell the world about. I was like, well, well, well I believe my mom listens every single week. Wayla? So hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Are you proud of us? Look, ma, no hands. No We're hands. recording this, That's but right. no. Uh, so first, first of all, uh, how's the family? We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the swing of school. Well, the Bible says there's none good. Right. No, not we are doing well. You're How about that? Well. We're doing okay. well. Back in the swing of homeschool. Yeah. And uh, in the middle of a, a pretty crazy August from my end with yeah. uh, two trips to to Hotlanta. They, and, uh, and they hate it when you I, say that. Well, probably, but it's accurate, especially in August. You Not so else? much in March when we were there, but in... But in you know in, what else is accurate? What's that? The CSB. The CSB. That's our other sponsors that we're grateful for. The Christian Standard Bible. We were going to put that at the end, but since you said accurate, I was I was in it. I was ready to go. There you go. And so it is a translation that is both faithful and true, readable and accurate. And we encourage you to check out csbible.com to find out more about a translation uh, that we use in our personal Bible study times and preaching. Sometimes even reading it word by word from beginning to end for a sermon. Because we'll talk about that people, sometime. I highly some, recommend it. Some people, we have talked about that before. Yeah. Some people think that that constitutes a sermon. And I want to dig Charles H. Spurgeon out of the ground <laughs> and say, hey, is this okay? <laughs> Prince of Preachers, is this what the princess of preachers should be doing? 
That's going to be your new nickname. The princess. <laughs> With your I'm, pumpkin I'm, spice lattes. Matt, in 2019, I'm not sure you can make that joke now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. So uh, let's, let's let's just inter- let's just issue a preemptive apology. We're Matt, sorry. We apologize for Matt's insensitive yeah. <laughs> language. I've never been known to be sensitive. That's true. Uh, except my skin, man. I, I sunburn really quick. Uh, but uh, so your family's back in yep. uh, homeschool, yep. and so that means they do school in pajamas. That's... Do y'all do the first day of school picks? We do. do? Believe do it that? or not, yeah, we uh, do. We do. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, so what we have. A, uh, let's see. So Noah is in sixth grade. So nice. I have a middle schooler, yeah. um, and Haley is in fifth grade. So I will have a middle schooler. I'll is have two middle schoolers middle school next dance? year's. Um, you know, the the homeschool prom just, is a little just, awkward. So <laughs> just people standing around in a corner. Uh, so we we're back in school. They 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 did a thing this year, and uh, it's just so weird, and it seems so stupid. Uh, but to save money, I believe, uh, only part of the school went back uh, first. In middle school and high school started school back a week early than the elementary school. Wow. And uh, so, so Cadence is having to start. And Leah. They're both oh, in middle okay, school Okay, okay, and Leah. So they're, we're having to have they're, they're those both two starting, have to start. Well, the other two are still sleeping in, and wow. Yeah. And how is that going over? Well, it's going over wonderfully. Because they're all four in a bedroom together, right? No, not anymore. No, okay. We, we split them up. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, right. so there's two. The the younger ones are in one, so that's okay. Okay, that makes sense. But now the last couple of weeks it was awful because we had marching band. And so Cadence was leaving early in the morning, which really normal time. And so Leah was naturally waking up as she gets up and, and probably purposefully wakes her up. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, they're all back in school now and uh, having a, a blast and uh, awesome. learning all kinds of stuff. And um, the the only thing that we're having to get used to is with our seventh grader in marching band, which still seems weird coming from yeah. Texas. Also, I think the marching band has like nine people yeah. in it. Uh, and they only march like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but but anyway, they they practice a lot. Yeah. And so now on Thursdays, uh, here here's our week now. Uh, a few times when there's the MVBA meeting, if I actually go, uh, Mountain Valley Baptist Association. So y'all listen to this, you know what it is? Uh, Mountain Valley Baptist Association. Yay, we're better together. Anyway, we go to that on Mondays. Sometimes on Tuesdays, we'll also have our deacons meeting yeah. every other month or so. And then the Wednesday that we have business meeting, we'll have that. So Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, tied up. Thursday, now every Thursday, uh, they have practice from 4.30 right. to 6.30. So we are just driving yeah. to Cloudcroft all the nice. time. It's well, so, so as this, as this goes live, um, we're about two weeks out from um, my kids doing Narnia the Musical yeah. for the Alamogordo Children's Music Theater. So, is he uh, the goat they, thingy? No, Noah is Mr. Beaver. Which is which okay. is a, a key. So so if you're in the Alamogordo area, um, the the last weekend of Al, of uh, August, right like <laughs> Labor Day weekend, um, tickets but, but anyway, on sale now. So so th- yes. So through the summer, um, they had practice every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night from uh-huh. six to eight. And then as we've the last couple of weeks, as they've really started putting stuff together till about eight thirty or so. So I don't really want to hear anything because how long does it take you to get there? Oh, to, to the, the, the theater? Yeah. Five minutes from my okay. house. Thank you. <laughs> 30 minutes 
to band practice 30 oh, minutes yeah, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's right. It's okay. wonderful. Okay, cool. So enough of well, that because we've talked now for like six minutes on this, and nobody cares. Nobody cares about, nobody cares about, about our family. About the Narnia play that they're not going to be going to, and nobody cares about my daughter's travels back and forth yeah. to band, I don't think. And, uh, well, but, and speaking of things that probably not a lot of people care about, we had a book that released yesterday. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> We're now published authors. That's right. The Can you next believe it? Institutes of Christian Religion right. has Look. hit bookstores everywhere. Look out, Tom Rainer. We're coming for you. If you count Lifeway as everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're we coming for you, Tom Rainer. Yeah. Right, right on your tails. Yeah. Right, right, right it's on a bestseller. That's... It's the best seller of books titled Replanting, Replanting Rural, Rural Churches. churches. I, I will give you that. I, yeah. I, I, I believe that one. It's the best seller of books written by both Matt Hensley and Dr. That, Kyle. That is absolutely Bearden. true. That's absolutely It is true. the best seller of books that have a chapter called, Will Jonathan Howe Quit Texting Us? <laughs> We're trying to, gosh, a, a chapter called The Small Town Savior, yeah. which is a... You call it a biopic, biopic, I, I like I, a biography I, type thing, a biopic, um, or that's a video. I think, anyway, yeah, it's that's, a, bio- that's a biography of when Kyle took the pastorate in Clayton, <laughs> the small town savior. Kyle <laughs> no, coming in to save no, the day, no, baby. None of that is accurate. Um, accurate. So, yeah. So, so we're beginning a series here. We're going to kind of walk through our book. Um, every other week or so. So now um, you don't through... have to buy it. You can just listen to our <laughs> podcast and save money. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so if you buy it, we'll get a tattoo of your name on our bicep. <laughs> Not really. If you buy it, we'll be able to feed our families. That's yeah. <laughs> we'll be able to pay for the braces. Gosh. So, in in the introduction, which is what we're focusing on for the next few minutes or so, um, we really just focused on Jesus and and um, Nathaniel's line in in the Gospels that simply says. Um, you know, when he finds out that Jesus is coming from Nazareth, the um, the, the statement of, you know, Nazareth, can anything good come out of Nazareth in, in John 1? And, and really this whole idea that, that Jesus, nothing about Jesus' life, his birth, his ministry, none of that um, was set up to be a world-changing figure. I mean, he's born in an out-of-the-way place. He, um, he was raised in, a, in another out-of-the-way place, um, and yet he turned the world upside down because of that. So the, the reason we use that in the introduction is really just to say that, that places in the middle of nowhere are not insignificant. And really, that's the whole premise of the book, right, mm-hmm. is that, that, that even in um, small towns that no one has heard of, um, God still moves in and, and through people there. And I, and I think at times it's, it's important to remember that God's not ever surprised. Right. <laughs> and so right. In, in the middle of uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, urban, that our, our church really acted like a rural uh, church. Okay. We had everybody driving in yeah. from yeah. their rural town up the road. And because uh, of kind of the white flight uh, back in the days. And, uh, and so one of the things that I stressed there, you know, going back to kind of the context between, you know, God, God cares about everywhere, yeah. not just the big city, not just the sinned cities. He, he cares about each and every town yeah. uh, and each and every person. 
but we were surrounded by areas that needed to hear the gospel. So God wasn't surprised that in 2010 or whatever it was, that this area of Little Rock was no longer white middle class, right. uh, you know, Republicans. It was now very different. Uh, and, uh, and so we reached out. And so the same thing is true when you go to a town that maybe uh, used to be the middle of the oil boom right. and was going and blowing, started to get a lot of businesses in and yeah. all of this kind of stuff. And then suddenly the oil dries up or, or the market takes the turn. And now all of your people are gone. Yeah. Does that mean that God is done with that town? Yeah. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Uh, our town uh, up in, in Mayhill, 60, 70 people or whatever, on on the national stage is very insignificant. Yeah. Uh, President Trump or you know whoever the Democratic nominee is going to be is not going to be making a campaign stop. In no May stump Hill. speeches in There's Mayhill, no New Mexico. No stump speeches Man. in Mayhill, New Mexico. Wow. Uh, now the convenience store <laughs> will have some speeches <laughs> on his wall, but uh, but no, you're you're not going to have a presidential motorcade coming through. Mayhill, New Mexico, to try and win voters. Right. Um, right. They're, they're, they're not even a dot on their radar. Yeah. Uh, but they are just as significant on God's radar, if you will, yeah. as Dallas, Texas, right. Nashville, Tennessee. And, uh, and so they still matter. Yeah. And, and often, and I've been guilty of this, before getting there and falling in love with, with a rural community is kind of do your time yep. in the, the small town and then move on yeah. and move up. There's, in, in our opinion, and, and one of the things we want to share in the book is that there, there is no on and up. Right. You know, God has called you there. God's placed you there. And, uh, and you're not their small town savior. Jesus right. is. That's right. You're bringing him and yeah. making him beautiful before him, preaching him and pouring into them as if God's going to place you there for the yeah. rest of your life. And it will be totally worth it if you don't move on to Belleville or Bellevue, right. Bellevue. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, God will have you there and will bless you immeasurably. Yeah. It will also be immeasurably tough. Yeah. And yeah. But, but, but ironically, so, so in the, um, as I was writing this introduction in the, um, just kind of the, the research I did on Nazareth, um, Nazareth, uh, the population seems to be around 400 or so. So so a lot more like Mayhill um, than, than even Alamogordo, right, with, with 30,000, 30, 35,000. Um, and, and so insignificant, in fact, that, that there were uh, actually quite a few scholars who for a long time argued that Nazareth didn't even exist in Jesus' day until they, they finally found some, um, some records predating the, the Roman Empire that mentioned Nazareth, but not... Not a significant place, right? And yet, look at how God used that in the formation of um, of Jesus's life. I mean, that's where he grew up. That's where, you know, that's where he um, he would have been taught the the, the law and and um, the the poetry of the Old Testament by by Joseph and Mary, and and. You know, even though we understand that, that Jesus is different from us and that he never sinned, I think we, we would still argue that, that he was certainly shaped by the influence of his earthly parents and, and by the environment in which he, he grew up in. And, and God chose in his immense wisdom to, to have Jesus raised in a little town, insignificant, 400 population, right? That, and, and out of there goes on to become the most important person who's ever lived. Um, and change 
the world. Um, that's, that, that's, I mean, that, that, that excites me about rural ministry. Right? And what excites me is that what you just said was there's like this two-page introduction in this yep. book that you researched. I did. I'm impressed. I, did. I mean, I'm... with your, your demon, I didn't know if you've ever done research before, <laughs> but you did some research for this. I did, and did I'm, a little I'm bit. proud of yeah. you. That excites yeah. me. Yeah. Kyle using his demon, baby. <laughs> That's right. Doing some research, doing that hard work. Yeah. That's right. Getting in there. Yeah. And, and, but that's our hope with this, this book. And, uh, and, and this is just hopefully to whet your appetite a bit is, is God loves the nowhere places. Yeah. We love the nowhere places and, uh, and, and God will truly bless you in those nowhere places. And, uh, and so the book is, is short. It's an easy read. Uh, there's a yeah. little bit of humor as you've come to expect from <laughs> Kyle and I. Uh, the grammar is probably as you would come to expect from, from Kyle and I, because uh, we don't always word good. Uh, but it is an encouragement to remember yeah. that God loves those places that may not even have a name on the atlas. Yeah, that's right. uh, that, that if there's a person there, there's a person that needs to hear about Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you can be that person to, to bring Jesus there and to bring his hope to a community that's been long forgotten uh, by just about everybody. And sadly, often uh, the the church and the Christian community at large. And so, yeah. Kyle, before we send us out, anything else? Uh, where can they find the book and and all that good stuff? So they can they can get the book on Amazon.com, either in a soft cover mm-hmm. or ebook format. So depending on you know if you prefer to read on on a device, uh, you can get it on on ebook as well. Um, published through Acoma Press. Um, of course, all of our social media. Um, uh, links will have uh, all of our social media sites will have links to to the book as well. And as Matt said, easy read, uh, under a hundred pages, um, because we wanted to write a book that we would read. Right? That <laughs> I wanted, Matt wanted to write a book that he would understand it, and that, that he would. It actually has read. coloring pages in <laughs> it. Yeah. It has. <laughs> that is not. No, don't, don't, that's not. That's not it has word that. finds. <laughs> um, <laughs> so even if even if you're not a reader, uh, we tried to make this accessible. To you and for for you to read and then share with with others as well that maybe you know a, even if you're not in a rural uh, setting I, I think there's some principles that can be applied oh, uh, universally yeah. um, but you probably know someone who's in a rural setting and so um, man we would just encourage you not not because we want the money we just we wanted this to be a blessing so yeah. um, get it share it with your friends if we can do uh, if we can do anything to uh, to help you out in, in that area and to encourage you. Reach out to us. We'd we'd love to do it. Yeah, R- rural folk are our folk. Yep. Even and I, I'm still officially in a rural area, um, even in Alamogordo. Well, I mean, there's so. tumbleweed <clears throat> flying yeah, yeah, around yes, the town. That's true. So that's true. We still we have dust storms. I don't care here. if there's a million people here. It still counts as rural. <laughs> it is rural. Yep. But uh, but I, right. I I still am kind of bitter that you have two WalMarts. We do. It's it's yeah. wonderful. You know how many WalMarts Mayhill has? None. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, so check it out on Amazon.com to search for uh, replanting rural. I I hate saying rural churches. Rural. Rural. Replanting rural churches. Go check out that replant rural churches. It's got a little uh, sign on there and some, uh, what, did we ever find out what what that crop was? I think it's corn. Corn? I believe so. Yeah. It's because our jokes are, (laughs) jokes are corny. That's right. And our jorts are (laughs) corny. I don't know. Do you wear jorts? I do not wear jorts. Okay. No. 
Well, I guess we should wrap this up. Not since I was about eight years old. (laughs) You're still that same height. Uh, So thank you for tuning in and uh, check out the book uh, wherever books are sold, if that list is only Amazon uh, these days. And uh, and check us out on notanotherbaptistpodcast.com on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast, or on Facebook under our name. And uh, if you like what you heard, send us a five-star review. If you're in the middle of that nowhere place, check out this book and uh, and let us know your story. Tell us what God's doing in your neck of the woods. Kyle, send us out. Until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare.